Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort style amenities, and high quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at BrightviewSeniorLiving.com. Equal housing opportunity. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Boulay Care Podcast, special guest, my guy. Good to see you, man. man good to see you, man. Long time no see. Shady Records' newest <laughs> grip. What's happening, everybody? Atlanta's finest yeah. is in the building, man. Welcome, man. Welcome. Hey, first of all, I just want to say congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because I, f- I remember uh, my, when my boy Erica Rock put me onto your shit, uh, he put me onto the Snub Nose Project. Yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta, fight. I gotta find this guy. We gotta get him on the show. You were one of our people that reached out. Yeah, man. Like it was so, it's so dope. And then just to see you kind of like just drop consistently throughout the pandemic, just dropping yeah. records and yeah. just staying like staying on your shit, man. And like obviously it paid off. Like kind of take me to what led to M coming to the table. Like what, what, what caught his yeah. attention? Yeah, I give you the, the the months, like the months leading up to this shit. So like. We draw snug nose in like October of 2019, 2019 right? Right. Shit's got them, you know, it's getting critical acclaim and, you know, went on tour with Jid, uh, Europe. Um, came back like December, like Christmas, right? January, we setting up for this Brent tour. We finna tour the States with Brent, right? Then COVID. And then everything shuts down. Mm. And we're kind of just like, That'd have been a big tour too. A big tour, yeah. And we're supposed to make some good money, right? So like, it's like, damn. All right, well, what are we gonna do? So automatically, just start. I just lock in and I I make Halo. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I make Halo within, I think, like a week. And I'm like, all right, shit. Well, we're releasing on Bandcamp. At least that way, you know, people can go and just tune in and and throw some money at it. Right. You make some money off it, yeah. So make Halo. Did that shit. Turn around, made Probasidia. We kind of just wait. Nobody know at this point. Nobody knows like what's going on in the right, 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 right. When's the world gonna open back up? Like, right. Everything's shutting down. Everything's getting canceled. I made that one. Um, I think shortly after I made that one, uh, I think Paul might have reached out. You know, mm. and, um, you know, just show interest. You know, what I'm saying. So at first it was just talks with Paul, and then it turned into well. M heard heard it. And he, mm. you know, what I'm saying he's interested. So from there, you know, we kind of just like, all right, well, let's figure something out. You know, what I'm saying. So this is 
in the pandemic. This is like, this is 2019. Right. You know what I'm saying? 2020. Right. Oh, no, that's 2020. 2020. This 2020. Yeah, 2020. Right? Yeah. My shit's all fucked up. So this is It's all blur, buddy. It's, it's all, all fucking blur, man. It's all a blur, right? So like, it's 2020. I just go back to, and at the start, January, I started I started uh, recording I Die For This. Okay. January 20. So you already started working on the album. Mm-hmm. So then after, but then I took a pause. I, right. I recorded those other projects and, and put them out um, just to have some shit out. Yeah. So then once we talked to, you know, M and Paul, it was kind of like, all right, bet. Like, so now I got to, I'm inspired again. So like, let me finish this shit. So that way, if I fly out there and shit and play some shit for him, I got to, you know, you got a body of work ready you know to go. Yeah, yeah. So, so started working on, continue working on I Die for this. Um, by the time we got up there, uh, it was just like all I had to do was ask him like, "Yo, this is the song I want you on," and you know, what I'm saying I'm thinking about Royce on this shit. You know, what I'm saying, but I think that uh, M said he heard he heard Snub Nose and two two six caught him. Like, mm. So, so I'm, I'm kind of rapping fast and switching cadences and shit. And mm-hmm. uh, Big Ruby at the beginning, he's like, "Yeah," he's like, "That shit." So it was Snub Nose that caught his attention. Yeah, Snub Nose caught his attention. Because I feel like Snub Nose was so like <laughs> slept on, especially like on the DSPs. Like, I feel like once you started dropping music in the pandemic, like, I was like, oh, shit, I see, I see Grip making these fucking big playlists. This is dope. Yeah. You know what people, I'm saying? Yeah. And people was going back to Snub Nose mm. and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was cool. I think every, like, every drop I've ever had, like, it just kind of got bigger every yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? Like, naturally, just kind of. It's got to be dope, though, like, to have, like, a concept project, like, Snub Nose be the, be the thing that ca- catches Eminem's attention. Hell yeah, man! I felt like because for a long time, man, I was I was kind of upset with it because like I felt like it was it was a great body of work that kind of just like fell under the radar. For, no, it definitely did. Yeah, so then I was just like, you know, for a long time, I was kind of just like I was frustrated. For people with that who shit. don't understand, like you had a project <laughs> in 2019 you put out called Snub Nose. This is a project that kind of got me onto you real tough. But what like it was a whole entire concept to, to the album. Break break down what that was. So. Um, Snub Nose, of course, is a is a revolver. Revolver, yeah. So, so, so pretty much, I just like compare like the mechanism, like the secular mechanism to like the hood, like just like our environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, and kind of like spoke from the perspective of a gun, spoke on different cycles, uh, and brought it back full circle at the end. So, pretty much, you know, in a nutshell, like that's what it was. It was like the <laughs> the, the most creative, ill way. To do what like Nas <laughs> and Tupac did, but yeah. like over an entire body over of work. Over the entire body of work. And I just remember like as a kid, like hearing like, I gave you power. Oh, I gave you power is like, the God best. Damn, I think this is one of those songs. I was like, the fuck. Yeah, you know I mean? gave you power. Like, it's like one of those songs you're like, Nas is a goat, man. What the fuck yeah, are we bro. doing here? I remember. Like, I remember. Like, so uh, I think that it was just dope that, that at least M caught that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least this kind of catapulted me to this next level you know what i'm saying i mean um, that means that the pr- project served its purpose, yeah, and, purpose and think about illmatic right illmatic at the i mean was 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 a, a underground favorite i mean obviously it came out on columbia but like really once Nas really started a pop i believe a lot of people had to go back to that go shit. back to that shit yeah, barely man. just went double platinum like six months ago That's you know crazy. what i'm saying we think of illmatic is this like the holy grail the holy grail of hip-hop <laughs> and it's like bro it's barely double platinum yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying like i guess it'd be like reasonable that. doubt same thing right reasonable doubt, for sure. reasonable doubt. how many people they like had, to go back had no fucking idea like, about yeah. reasonable doubt until jay back. started really really getting these commercial records and yeah so i think that's kind of like your moment yeah. so the the album like obviously when you have a body of work that's done you present it to shady records right mm-hmm. you pick the song you want eminem on 
Or did he I pick did, it? Well, I did that. I did. I don't know how I go usually, but like I was like, because when I played it, well, I I played it before I told him. So then when I played it, he was like, "Damn, like this hook, this hook is dope as fuck." I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, well, great." It's the one. Like, that's the one I wanted you on. It's right? the one so I like, wanted you on. Yeah, man. So like, nah, I kind of we are we kind of catered. You know what I'm saying? Like we kind of catered uh, that shit like to like, all right, man, let's. If we was gonna get him on a song, what would it, you know what I'm saying? Of course. What would I want it to be? What do I want this shit to sound like? So like that's kinda like why I kinda feel like it, it was easy for him to just like walk straight into it. And, you know it's gotta be hard too, cause like especially you brought up Royce M. You know, I've, I always say Royce and I mean Royce is a fucking Jedi. He's a maniac, oh, yeah, one of the greatest sure. of all time. Yeah. But you would think you wouldn't like you get your M verse back, you get your Royce verse back, you already got your shit done. Right? Yeah. So you got to, like, it's almost like <laughs> you got to had already had recorded that hoping that they was going to get on it and you went super stupid hard. Yeah. Or did you, like, recut any of your shit? I don't recut, man. I don't recut, man. I, I respect, the, you know, I, I respect the shit. Because, you know, man. sometimes it's you, cold. It's you, a cold, you'll send the record out with the hook and then the open verse. See what, yeah, see yeah. what's, okay, all right, this was good. Now I need to know what I need to do. It's a cold for me. So like, if I, most of the time, nine times out of ten, if, if an artist is bigger than you, they're going to want to hear your shit on there first. Right, because right? they don't want to look crazy. Yeah, then we don't want yeah, the LL Cool J yeah, cannabis yeah, shit man, happening. Like, yeah. So, so you know, out of respect and just like, you know, like I said, it's a cold, man. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to send it with my shit on there. I'm going to try to go as hard as possible, but some motherfuckers going to flip some shit and go mm. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, hey, it is what it is. So like, with, uh, with, with them, like with Royce, with Royce, I had already had the song constructed like the first half and the second half. So he just took the whole middle, you know what I'm saying, the whole middle portion, um, and killed the shit. Like, which is what I was expecting him to do anyways. But then with like M shit, I spit a sixteen. I was just trying to write some the most motherfucking right. internal just did it that did that did that. Lyrical spiritual. You know what I'm saying? Like I was going in, you know what I'm saying? Like the same time trying to like do my own thing. So uh when I sent it to him, you know, and he sent back, and I was like, I was already knowing that he was coming with at least 36 bars. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already knew. I was like, all right, bet. Like, and he went in. He just went the fuck off, and it's just like, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't change shit. You know what I'm saying? I never, I don't change nothing. Like, anytime. Now, it's crazy, too, because, like, I just feel like M, you know, what, what I appreciate about what Eminem does on Shady is it's not about clout politics. It's like, who's dope? Yeah, like who? Like look at like Boogie is dope, right? Right. The Griselda guys, fire. Like yeah, people forget when Eminem brought Griselda to Shady. Like Griselda was buzzing and like like amongst the hip hop heads, like Boom Bap kids, but it was nothing like it is now. Yeah, like he's super early on you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it's dope because like a lot of times we'll see a lot of these executives or artists turns executives, and it's really about like. It's really not. It's not as much about the talent and the capabilities as a rapper as it is about like the dollar signs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I think that's one of the things when talking to him. Of course, I know it's a business. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like when I talk to him and shit, it's like you still felt like he was. He's an artist, and like he kind of just like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like it's like a coach who used to play basketball. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's, it's a difference. It's a difference. A coach who played in the NBA. Yeah, they you know got different saying? different like, respect with the with the players. That's why you always hear like, "Yeah, man, this guy." It, you feel a, me? A, a ex player always gets <laughs> the locker room easier. You feel me? Like so, like I felt that. Mm. You know what I mean? I felt that. Like before we even, 
any paperwork, anything. You know what I mean? And he was just like, yo, like, I don't want to change nothing. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, pretty much that's just great. You creative control. Yeah. So it's just like, cool. So you have creative control in your situation. Yeah. Oh, that's fire. That's yeah. big. That's huge. That's yeah. a very, also very uh, un, uncommon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For real. So, um, obviously, Eminem is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, obviously, you respect him as an MC. As far as, like, coming up, like, were you listening to a lot of, like, you know, I'm not saying you were listening to Revival, by the way, you know, whatever, if you were little, little. but were you, like, like were you, like, tapped in as, like, a pretty big Eminem fan coming up? Yeah, yeah, uh, I was, I could probably spit ver- verbatim, Slim Shady LP all the way to the Eminem show. Probably. Those are my three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the 8 Mile uh, soundtrack. Yeah, 8 Mile soundtrack. I wish he would have made a whole rap, album when he was recording run? that. Bruh, if rap. Eminem would have did a whole album when he was in 8 Mile fucking mode, <laughs> them three records on 8 Mile are fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. Going hard. And There's I, some shit on I, I Encore, remember, too. I remember the, uh, the, uh, the mids tapes and shit, the DJ oh, Clue yeah. mids tapes and shit. Yo, he had a verse. There was a song called We All Die One Day on Obi Trice's album. Mm. It was Obi... Lloyd Banks, 50, and Eminem. It's my favorite Eminem verse ever. I feel like no one talks about that verse enough. Gone but crazy. that era of like yeah. early G-Unit. Hell yeah, man. Eight Mile. Yeah, and when bro. M was jumping on all the Who Kid tapes, the Green Lantern yeah, shit. Bro. Talking shit about Ja Rule. Talking shit. I mean, it was just Been like. Shit. Yeah, it's one going of the in. best eras ever, man. Going in, bro. All right, so, yeah, no, nah, I, was, I, was, yeah, I was big on them like before. before What's your favorite album from him? Like favorite. I'm not saying best. Um. Cause I think they're different. Shit, probably the maybe the Eminem show. That's my favorite. Yeah, maybe the Eminem show. I think like the probably the best you could probably say is Marshall Mathers LP. But to me, Eminem yeah. show is the one. Yeah, because I think uh like Marshall Mathers LP. Like I I went in, and I remember the first time I I literally bro I vividly remember like my big sister had just maybe she had just got her license or some shit and and we just driving up the street mm. to hey mom can we go to the to the gas station or whatever the right fuck, right right uh, and. Sliding off of a CDN, you know what I'm saying? Like literally, just and then some wild shit. The bitch, I'ma kill you. Yeah, like you a murder weapon, I'ma conceal you. Know what I'm saying like, so it was hard, bro. I'm like, mom, turn that shit off. You gonna take my CD and throw it out? <laughs> and I could, I could hear like how his style had changed and shit. And yeah, just, like him adjusting yeah. to you know to the industry and shit. So it was dope, man. But I, I probably said the Eminem show. Yeah, Eminem shows my shit. Yeah. So um, what's been dope about just watching Atlanta over the last like five or six years is just like. Atlanta, obviously, well, for the last 20 to 20, uh, it's been 20 strong years where Atlanta's ran rap music, right? Yeah. Um, But, like, just in terms of, like, you know, obviously there's the Migos, 21 Savage, Chains, like, all these guys who've been, like, superstars shaping the culture. Mm -hmm. But to see guys like J.I.D., to see Black, to Mm -hmm. see yourself, like, 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 Atlanta always, to me, was, like, you know, growing up, Outcast was my favorite shit. Like, mm-hmm. Equimini is my second favorite album ever. And, like, it's just dope that, like, there's still that, like, l- like lineage of, like, you know, that, that energy still coming yeah, out of the for A. Sure, for sure. And what's dope about it, too, is now it's like, you know, I'm sure when you were growing up and when, I, when we were probably coming up around the same era, it, it felt like hip hop was a lot more segregated. Yeah. It'd be like, this is the real rap shit. Up this is the commercial shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the boom bap shit. Right. But now I feel like everyone just fucks with each other. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, do you remember how crazy it was when Talib Kweli did a song uh, with Jay-Z? Yeah. 
or, or, or it wasn't even that. It was. It was. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. Actually, I, I take that back. It was just the fact that Jay shouted out Talib Kweli on a song. Yeah. They didn't even do a record together. It was he when he said lyrically, lyrically I'd be Talib Kweli. Everybody's like, oh my god, he shouted out Talib. Around like common sense, right? Around like common sense. But it's crazy to think like we came from an era when like. The rockish shit, the common shit, yeah. the black star shit was like another world from Nas and Jay Z because yeah. yeah. they were commercially successful artists. But I feel yeah. like nowadays, like everything blends in together. Yeah, somewhat for the most part. Yeah, like you would see, like you know, Griselda doing records with two chains. Yeah, you know for what sure. I'm saying. And I think that come out of like just like that. But see, like for instance, like Outkast and and uh, and my fucking. Uh, who was who would jump on that shit? Uh, my aunt, a frequent a frequent collaborator too. Like like they had some Wu Tang on that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like it was, you know it was like I think it was like Raekwon was on yeah, Raekwon. Yeah. So like it's, it's to like the Barbie. A, yep. a respect thing. Like like oh no, I see y'all doing y'all thing. Right, I fuck right, right. with it. Like and if if time allows, like shit, let's let's lock. We well, think about like even like Big Boy, right? He just he put out. Um, he's. I mean, I just think like as a kid, like to to think that like a trapped out rapper like Jeezy would do a song with Outkast, it just wouldn't make sense to me as a fan. Yeah, but it's but, but now see, it, yeah, 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 but it's like I'm just glad that like because I used to be one of them little hip hop snob. I mean, that ain't real rap shit, man. <laughs> the fuck is this shit, man? But it's like all this shit is fun. It's all. It's it, all. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. It's all How do you fine. feel about like kind of the current state of Atlanta and just like where it is as far as like artist integrity like i feel like atlanta still runs this whole shit bro like yeah um i think that uh i think it's in a good place man i think that uh has a, a decent balance you know what i'm saying i feel like uh the trap the trap shit or at least the trap sound you right because it started off as trap because niggas talking about trap right shit now it's just a it's trap just the sound, sound yeah. now right so like uh i feel like um Even if it's if it, it may not have been as like as hard as it was like ten years ago, mm -hmm. but it's still like the hardest shit. Is it, it dominates the airwaves? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's more uh, friendly on the ear now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like kids can fuck with it and, and everybody, like, right? Muff, hey, Twenty One Savage can rap his ass off. You feel the me? Migos. You feel me? Literally, like, probably the most influential it. rappers in the last like yeah, decade. Man. So I so I fuck with it, bro. And then and then on the uh, on just like the the lyrical side of things, you know, just like. I feel like we all gotta, like we kind of fuck with each. Like for the most part, everybody fuck with each other, right? Right? Um, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? In Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? On, some, on the lyrical shit. So like, like I said, like J, like JID, like that's the homie and mm -hmm. shit. So like, you know, we talk. Earth Kenny, Gang's out there. Kenny, you know, Kenny yep. Mason. Mm -hmm. Kenny Mason was just here. He freestyle. He's a fucking beast. Yeah, man. It's the, the he's little, an alien, the homie and shit, man. So like. You know, I think it's in a good spot, bro. Hey, what up, man? We got to interrupt the interview real quick to tell you about our family at Odd Socks. Now, when I be riding for Odd Socks so hard, man, it's because I really love the product. They got the most comfortable socks in the fucking world. I got a pair of Odd Socks basics on right now. Go get those. They got the socks, WWE joints. You know what I'm saying? Shout to The Undertaker, Pepsi, motherfucking, really whatever you need. Some weed socks, Nickelodeon. But really, they got the draws now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm holding a, a pair of Tapatio underwear right now. You want some Pop-Tarts on your dick? Pop-Tart draws. And these motherfuckers are so comfortable. Like, man. So listen, you got to go to oddsocksofficial.com and use the uh, promo code, the discount code BOOTLEGKEV at oddsocksofficial.com. You'll save 20% off underwear, the most comfortable socks in the world. 
crazy licenses. Not only they got the WWE, they got the Scarface, they got the Street Fighter, they got the Nickelodeon, they got it all. So make sure you hit that website, oddsocksofficial.com. Save 20% off with the promo code BOOTLEGKEV. All right? Go do that. Shout out to Odd Socks. Let's get back to the interview. Uh, what's your, in your opinion, uh, what, like if, you, if somebody was coming to Atlanta and they'd never been to a strip club, what would be the one place you'd be like, you got to go here? Probably take my Magic City. I went to Magic City. I was disappointed. Did but you eat the wings? It, they weren't good. They were all right. Were you there, Cook? <laughs> I was very disappointed. They were tiny-ass wings, bro. Right, you man, know that Magic want, City you wings. Want the, you want the jumbo wings, bro? You like, know that Magic City wings are small as hell. You want the jumbo wings? Are they bro? not small-ass wings? Depends, man. Depends on what night, man. You, a wing this a wing this size, bro. That's I heard right, the bro. blue flame is, is better food-wise. Maybe. Nah. I don't know. Guess what Killer nah. Mike told me? Nah. Nah. No? I ain't going. I ain't going. I ain't going for it. He gonna say, yeah, he's at head up the flame. Hey, let's see if we talking about food. Hey, shit, Cheetah's a five star restaurant, and that's yeah, like shit. a they play like Nickelback in there, right? I don't know what they play. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shaking ass. Hey, look at this photograph. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Jaron Benton tried to take me to the Claremont Lounge. Oh yeah, that's like a, a that's real a little, scumbag. That's a little freak show. He said there was midgets and elderly <laughs> women a in there. Freak show in there, bro. One arm, one one leg, ladies and shit dancing. You been in there? Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Yeah, he was like, yo, I'm going to take you to this place, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> Fucking old women and one-armed yeah, man. midgets. Like All kinds of shit. It's one of them play. I, I, I could imagine like that shit being in like Tijuana or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just a just a random night, just drive down there and just like. You ever been to TJ? Oh, no, man. We plan on going soon, man. I got a homie in San Diego. He's just yeah, like, go to yeah, San Diego. Check out TJ. They got, got great Mexican there, food. Man. Great Mexican food. Yeah, man. Yeah, they got the, the tacos every corner. The best, the best tacos. Yeah, it, we probably gonna hit that shit. Yeah, hundred percent. So the album is out. Um, what is like? Because I think like you know, obviously with I don't know how your deal structured, but what was kind of cool about what happened with Griselda was like they were signed to Shady, but they also were just dropping independent shit. Yeah, and it was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> right? Is this on Shady? Is this not on Shady? Right, like right. Conway still hasn't dropped his Shady Records album, and I heard it like a year ago. Like it's yeah, like, yeah, but like so. um. What's like your situation? Are you gonna just flood um, the fucking marketplace? Or? Yeah. So like that shit was released. Uh, it was distributed through Shady. Um, I died for this. Uh, so that's Stray Society through Shady you know, distribution. Um, but yeah, man. So I mean, technically, we haven't even had a debut. You know so technically, like, yeah. they just distributed the project. Yeah, technically, yeah. So they haven't had a, a debut Shady album yet, but it will be one for sure. <laughs> Are you already working on it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is that gonna be something where you like let M come in and maybe do some executive producing or you kinda got you, you got the creative depends. control? You know, it depends. You know, depends if he executive produces like. it, you're gonna have Skylar Gray singing on every fucking hook. Oh no, I'm gonna swap that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna swap that out. You get fucking need- you're gonna have pink and Skylar Gray singing on everything. <laughs> I'm gonna bring some sisters in that motherfucker. Yeah, bring uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to M. Yeah, the legend. But now, nah, um as far as like your your, you know, what you're a fan of right now, artists who inspire you right now, who's out there that you're like, really just like, man, I'm, I'm just a fan politics um, aside. I just fuck with your shit. Um, let's see. Uh, well, Tierra Wack for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I fuck with Schoolboy heavy. Um, Kendrick, of course, uh, that Kendrick verse on that family tie is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's better crazy. than Drake's whole album. That verse. <laughs> <laughs> He says it on I, record. I said it, not you. He smoked on your top five. <laughs> uh, shit, who else we got? Of course, like Cole. I fuck with Cole. Uh, the Jids, you know what I'm saying? 
Anderson Pack. Um, shit, man. Uh, so Tyler is fucking really killing it right now. Yeah, his um, album is so crazy. Yeah, bro. He he he, he put he, a whole rapping ass gangster grills out. This yeah, album of man. the year. He's in a he's in a in a different bag right now. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Of course, three stacks. I'm, I'm still waiting to goddamn. Did you hear to him or some shit? Oh, well, did yeah. you hear the Kanye song? Yeah, oh man. my god! I'm man. like, how did this not make the album? I mean, that, that second verse that Kanye came, I was like, what's he doing? Like, he kind of just ruined like what, the, what was going on. The vibe yeah, of the song. Like, yeah. It's like, bro, did you not just hear Andre <laughs> pour his fucking heart out? Like, yo, you come here talking some other shit. It's I like, mean, maybe I, that's I, why I it just it. didn't come out. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but yeah, nah. Um, of course, like I'm waiting, I'm waiting, bro, for the day that, and I'm I'm sending three stacks of fucking song, bro. Like, bro, it like, feel yo. you know what it feels like with Andre. Based like when I saw him put out that statement about that song, where he was like, "I'd love to work with Kendrick." I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like he would do a lot more verses if people would just people, ask. Yeah, people reached out to him. I don't shit. think people reach out to him because I just see. feel like people think he's unobtainable. Yeah, man, people got to find his ass. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's just in random, random places. He's fucking, you know what I'm saying? Manhattan, Eating that food. Playing the flute. And, yeah, you know, it's so you know, crazy. Some people might say they saw him at a concert or some shit. Is Andre like your, like... <laughs> he's my n- goat. Number one. Yeah. All time. Yeah, three stacks. Yeah, I, I think Andre's, uh, he's in my top five, man. Yeah. I'll go. I feel like Outkast is undisputably the greatest hip hop group of all time. Yeah, yeah. It's I just clo- it's close with the. I think that I think for me it's 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 Outkast and then I like Wu Tang Tribe as my three. Wu Tang Tribe. Those are kind of my yeah, personal yeah, I, three. I, I, I might say Tribe. I say yeah, yeah. You know, Outkast, Wu Tang Tribe, and then from there it's like really whatever you're into. Yeah. Gangstar, Mob D. I mean, Gangstar Primo wasn't rapping. Yeah. Mob Deep, yeah. I mean NWA. See, but me, but like yeah, NWA, man. I just like that shit was before. Yeah, man, no limit soldiers, man. No limit soldiers wasn't a group. Bro. <laughs> that hey, wasn't it was no group. Originally. Shit, was shit. Slit. Yeah, I got uh, who that? Yeah, P. Yeah, C Murder. Shocker, C Murder. Remember? Uh, uh, Magic. Come on, Matt. Hey, you remember? Uh, every time you'd get a No Limit album, there'd be all these fucking albums that like every like you'd be like, yo, when the fuck is this little soldier's album ever gonna come out. <laughs> Mer- yeah, yeah, Mercedes, Mercedes rear end. <laughs> Bro, you know how many times I touched myself as a kid to that album cover? That was the closest thing to pussy I had. I'd be like, yo, let me oh, let me see Mercedes fucking crotch on this fucking album cover. It was I, like I Mac. Never, I never heard none of the music. Never. Shit. How many yeah, no there were so many no limit artists like that? Sons of Harmony. Bunch of Mac. Yeah, bro. Uh, Fiend was dope, though. There's one in every family was fire. And then also, how many different versions of the 504 Boys album was promoted? Oh, yeah, 504 Boys. Well, every No Limit well, album you'd buy, it'd be like, 504 Boys, coming soon. And it'd be like, one version would have like, C Murder, Mr. Cool, P, and Silk in it. And then the next album you buy, it'd be like, 504 Boys, coming soon. With Snoop Dogg in the 504. What like, the fuck? Damn, Snoop, Snoop in this motherfucker. This 504 yeah. Boys album. Yeah. I've been waiting for this shit for two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to have a No Limit Chain as a kid. I, I think we uh, had the tank on them. The little silver the, guy from the mall. The from the beauty supply store and, and shit. And then they put their fucking clothes <laughs> out, and I couldn't afford... I was trying to get one of them No Limit 99 jerseys at, at Mr. Rags, but them shit was like $100, and well, I could never afford these. Oh, yeah, nah, see, man, we got them. Yeah, man, we just... I never uh, had the Masterpiece shoes ever. We had ever. a flea market shit. Did you, you know ever get the Masterpiece sneakers? 
Hell no. Nah. I think at that, by that point, I think I was kind of just like. Yeah. You know what was crazy? <laughs> hey, hey the, the No Limit shit was so popping. And then it just wasn't. Yeah. Really fast. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Bro, but like so fast. Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. It was like know? the hottest shit in the world. And then it was just over. Yeah, man. I and it like was I feel like the last Master P album where I was like, oh, this shit ain't it is the only God can judge me shit with the cross, the, the diamond out cross on the front. I remember I listened to that shit. I was like, oh nah, nah. It's, it's over, it's over with. It's yeah. over for and him. then he put out the album where he had a he 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 was in his Hornets jersey on the basketball court on the cover. Yeah, man. Ghetto I think MP The Last Dawn was probably the last no limit album I really fucked with. I was him with the guy down like kinda like top hat shit. It was the one that was like the 3D cover with the top hat yeah, and yeah, the, the rings yeah, and shit had make him say un part two on it. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. But see, he had movies and shit on lock. Like I got, oh, the, hook I got up. the hookup was Come on, fire. Bro. Come on, bro. I got the hookup was so slept on, bro. Yeah, I think like P is like obviously, you know, shout out to P, man. That's one guy I haven't interviewed man. just if I ever interviewed him. BFP the Pac-Man's calling me in the middle of an interview. Let's see what he says. I'm in the middle of an interview right now, bro. Bro, don't treat me like I'm no regular rapper, bro. You gotta send me credentials so I can post, bro. I, I post my interviews, bro. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I, I ain't one of them niggas that don't post their interviews. Hey, hold on. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Hey, this is my producer. He ain't send me the folder. Hey, hey, Cook, what the I'll fuck send, are we I'll doing? Send, I'll send it right now. My guy, I got you. I'm gonna get you a photo right now. Let me finish. I'm in. The, I'm in the middle of an interview. The homie Grip. What's happening, bro? What's happening? How you doing? Yo, what's going on with you, brother? I'm good, brother. How you? Man, good, good. Man, sorry about that. Bro. Oh no, you good, bro? You good? Yeah. Hit me after, bro. Hit me after. All right, man. <laughs> Kev, that's how I'm gonna be on your ass, man. I need. I need the interview too. Shit. You you fuck with be a be the Pac Man? Oh uh, no, nah, no. Nah, I never. You Have know, you heard man. of him? Nah. Uh-uh. Oh my god. He's like yeah. the. F- Bro, he's like the funniest rapper alive. Oh, matter of fact, man, matter of fact, you played this shit. You played this shit for me. Bro, Where he's from? We from? he's fucking hilarious. He's from Flint, Michigan. He's from Michigan and shit, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, we, yeah, we watched this shit. Yeah, we watched this shit. Nah, he he was cold. Bro, he's he was so cold, funny. Bro. He was cold. He was yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's dope. Yeah, nah, he's like the funniest rapper. He be just saying normal shit that we all be thinking, but he just be saying it. He's saying world. that shit. Yeah, he cold. He cold. I, I I watched this shit some shit one night with this nigga. We was just going through, down a little rabbit hole. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The Pac Man rabbit hole gets deep, man. Yeah, it's hard. What it's was hard. the fuck we were just talking about? Oh, Master P. Shout yeah, out to Master, Master P. P. Anyway, Master respect P, to Master P. Respect to No Limit Records. It did end fast. What's your favorite No Limit album? Shit, I don't know. True to the game, maybe. I don't know. I fuck with that Ghetto Dope. Ghetto Dope, hard. I'll call it Ghetto D hard as fuck. You know what I'm Make saying? Make crack like this, man. Yeah. Bourbons and, what's it? Bourbons, bourbons and Cadillacs? The Bourbons and Lacks. And I miss my homies was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, they, nah you right. So, yeah, man. Nah, I don't know, bro. Ghetto D is like No Limit Illmatic. Yeah, Ghetto D is there, though, bro. Like, and then, like, of course, you got, like, the motherfucking UGKs. And you got, of course. You know. Obviously, how about this? Outside of cast, even outside of the Dungeon family, right? Because mm-hmm. Goody Mob's incredible. But, like, who was some Southern influences coming up as an MC that really, you know, kind of helped shape your your style that was like, oh, shit, there's other motherfuckers out here that really got bars. Yeah, you know, obviously, besides a tip, man. Scarface. Scarface. Um, shit. Um, actually, uh, um. Uh, a fucking Sean J from Philmont is a motherfucking monster. Bro. He had a he had a bar on one of his songs where he said, uh, "So poor." I forget. He's something about the soap being so small. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, made with soap, the size of 
Size of a certain was it that? Shit? Yes. Yeah, bro. Like, hey, nah, he got bars, man. Hey, if y'all feel my was to, crazy to from the rooter to the tutor, man. Yes, from the rooter to the tutor, Sean J got bars, dog. Like, feel my was crazy. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah, they're man. slept on. I wonder. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I forgot about feel my, you know, and they had some hits too. That joint with yeah. Sierra. Hell yeah. So what? What? So uh, <laughs> at one point, you know, niggas, was, hey, we was on Luda and shit. You know, Luda was hard. Hey, that Ti you know freestyle like, that did it for me. He had a jacking for beats freestyle. Keep he, my name out your mouth. I yo, just said it before. That one. Yes. And when he said, uh, "What did he say?" Uh, I'm like, uh, uh, like Martin Luther King with a GAT because uh, yeah, the yeah, haters want to alleviate me uh, or some shit. Alleviate me. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! But see, he had an older one, man. When he was like just going by tilt, that he had a jacking for beats that was hard, bro. Like he had like. He was doing biggie beats and some more shit on that shit, bro. Like, but yeah, nah, Tip's definitely uh from the, coming out of Atlanta, bro. Like, that shit was huge. You know, what I'm would saying? you ever want to do a obviously with uh, Tyler kind of bringing back the gangster girls thing? Would you ever want to do a gangster girls? Because I feel like that's like a you know obviously growing up that was a big deal, man. Yeah, of course. But shit, now I feel like we in a day and age that. Now people are just gonna be like, oh, you copy, you copying off of That's Tyler, true. and it's like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Tyler got down, just was just kind of paying homage to to an know, era. that to an era and shit. Mm-hmm. So, but you know how people do it nowadays. So, I would probably just do it with it. Was there any uh, any sort of competition as far as whether or not you signed with Shady? Were there other people you were considering signing with? Mm-hmm. Kind of, but this shit just made this shit made the most sense. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, you know. Few people, man. I ain't talked to I ain't talked to some people since then and shit. You know, I don't know if they feel the way or what, but oh, you think like maybe because you passed, they they yeah yeah just a little bit. People are weirdos, man. Yeah, a little bit. It's called business. It's a business move, man. End of the day, like doesn't mean we're not friends. It's like yeah, man. Still fall, still fall with you. You know what I mean? Music industry people are just emotional motherfuckers, man. Yeah, man. But see, sometimes, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, few deals fell through and shit, and I kind of like. So yeah, shit gave me like a chip on my shoulder and shit. So like, you had a, you had deals fall through. Yeah. So like, even the like the ANRs or whoever that was bringing the deals to the table and shit. Like I slick just like didn't talk to them for a while and shit. And then not like I was mad at them because I know like it ain't your fault. You was right, presenting right. the shit to you know what I'm saying to the bosses yeah. and shit. But you know, so I got, I got to get over that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? I have a chip on my shoulder and shit. You know no, what I mean? Man, but, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah. It's, <laughs> hey, man, the most emotional friends I have are are artists. Because it's it's like you almost have to be an emotional person to give a fuck that much to get so good at something. I am, man. And it's art, right? So you're... It's, it's I know you watched The Last Dance. Of course. Motherfucker getting mad at anything. Anything. <laughs> and when you're talking about art, like this is like literally like your blood, sweat, and tears. Right, right. You, you, really you know what I'm saying? There. You put it out there. It's for not like you're here. you're you're like a contractor and you put in flooring or something. Right, it's like, right. no, this is my art, bro. This is like my expression. This is yeah. my my everything. It's a life you putting out here, man. You know what I'm saying? And you putting out here for the world to hear. Well, look, the album is out, um, and you're working. It's, it's not even your Shady Records debut. Yeah, <laughs> just distributed. Just got the debut, distro. Just a debut release. I'm saying debut album. You know. What is it like? Um, you know, obviously, Paul's a guy who is a legendary executive. You know, was mm-hmm. running Def Jam for a few years, has managed a bunch of big artists. I mean, M M&M, and M, but also, you know, was managing Action Bronson <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. What's Paul like? You know, I feel like we don't really know a lot about Paul as far as like most executives are a little bit more out there um, than than he is as yeah. far as doing interviews and shit. Like, how is he? Yeah, man. No, Paul's Paul is cool, man. I am. I heard. 
so many different things before, you know what I'm saying, getting into the situation about Paul, you know, so like just from everywhere. So like, you know, I kind of just like washed that out and, and and went in ready to just like assess it myself. You know Get your I mean? own but opinion. Yeah. So, man, so far, so good, man. Cool, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we Him and Tig talk all the time and shit, you know what I'm saying? Shooting text messages and shit. So, you know. Yeah, Paul's cool, man. Like from what from what I've you know what I mean, and meeting them and shit. You know, How big cool did you guy. go to Eminem's house when you went to Detroit? Oh, we went to the studio. Oh, yeah, like he, he's got his own studio, right? I'm sure he hasn't. Yeah, he has his own studio, but yeah. So you went to Detroit though? Yeah, yeah, I went to Detroit. Is that like you got to go to like? I feel like Eminem's not going nowhere. You got to go to Detroit. Yeah, you gonna come to Detroit? Like whenever <laughs> I see like Eminem somewhere else besides Michigan, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, you he was in L. A. for what? Yeah, it must you know, be working on the detox or something. All right, all right. You're going to pull up to Detroit. You know, you know if he's working on uh, any new music himself? Because his uh, Music to be, know, murdered by is the best shit he's put out in like music 10 years. Music to be murdered by is hard, though, right? Oh, incredible. Yeah, yeah. the deluxe, too. Right? I'm not going to lie. This, I, I said this, you know, because I've been very critical of M and his music over the last eight or nine years. Music to be murdered by. At the end of the year, it was like my second most listened. I, I, it made me feel like vintage Eminem. Yeah. I felt like he handled some production. It sounded because you, you know, back in the day, M would you, you know, it's crazy because I don't think Eminem ever got enough love as a producer because he had oh, a yeah, yeah. he had a like, literal he's sound. Yeah, he's nasty. He's, he's like, nasty with it. M, but M had a sound yeah. where you'd be like, oh no, those are Eminem drums. This yeah. sounds like an Eminem beat. Like yeah. when he did the cross for Nas or whatever. Like you know, it's an M beat. Yeah. And I feel like he kind of got back to like that. Yeah. Cause man, I ain't man. Shout, out, I, 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 man. Listen, bro, Skylar Gray, man. <laughs> Skylar fucking Gray, man. I would, man, listen. When I saw music be murdered by, I looked at the fucking track list. And I got so mad because I saw her name on there again. But she was cool on this one. So t- <laughs> God damn, this, she on every. And it's like it is crazy because like gotta, I tell my man, my man's is a fan. You know what I'm saying? Like you are like a, a, a M fan, Gray bro. On every, this, my, this broad was on fucking Bad Meets Evil. Why is she on Bad Meets Evil? I want to hear Skylar Gray singing a ballad hook on Bad Meets Evil. <laughs> oh. no, Shout out to her. She she owes a lot to M. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, man, listen. Well, look. We're going to do a freestyle separate YouTube video. The album is out. I know Eminem and Paul's going to watch this. At least Paul will. I love Eminem. Next album. Leave Skylar Gray off that motherfucker, man. <laughs> For me, please. Jesus Christ. All right, there we go. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 